Till the tears run down from my eyes Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody Can anybody find me? Alexa, play hits from Queen. Okay. With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Blog Talk Radio. On tonight's episode of Confession Session. Charlemagne the God and Joe Button have this trash list. American Airlines is at it again with the racial bullshit, and everybody is so pressed about Cardi Barney B's life. What's good, you guys? This is your host, Angel Vandrina. And I'm your host, John Othello, and you are listening to the one and the only Confession Session! <laughs> 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 whoop, whoop. <laughs> I'm doing good, nigga. Um, I was off yesterday and today, and Ooh. this yeah, this holiday has been just so stressful and just on your body running huh? me through it. Like, um, it's not anything like in my personal life, but it's just like my job. You know, I just feel um. like and I talk about this all the time. You know, <laughs> um, but at the same time, I try to be like. Uh, elusive enough so niggas don't know exactly where I'm at, but I work in like right. a fine dining atmosphere, and um, it's, it's like the best in the state, and it's just a lot of stress. And I feel like a lot of times, like the clientele that we have, they don't take into consideration that you know, yeah, you may be upset that you like are spending all this money that you came here, but it's like you have to take into consideration the fact that I'm here at work on the mm-hmm. holiday. Why, why are yeah. you stressed out? And you should not have fucking come here. Like, I'm actually here, you know, and it had got to a point where it was just so rough where I started to get teary-eyed, and I'm not even, like, a person, yeah, and I'm not, like, a a crier or anything like that, but I was just so frustrated because I'm just, like, I am really about to lose it on one of these bitches because it's just, like, they don't, (laughs) they're so fucking rude, like, you know what I'm saying, and like right when that happened, this lady she came in and she was just like the sweetest. Like, and and I like told her I was like it was God. Like you know I was like your spirit is just you know amazing. You have a great spirit. And it was just like um, she told me she was a um, a director at another resort in um, South Carolina. And um, she was just super sweet and just literally one of the nicest people I ever made. And I was in my mind, I was just like, this was God. Like, because I literally yeah. was like a step from like going off on somebody. And she came in and she's like, how are you doing today? You know, like grabbed my hand, gave me a hug. Uh, like, and I was uh, just like, yeah. I, yeah. And I told her, I was like, you know, I need, I really needed this. Like, I uh, really did, you know. Um, but, you know, once, as <laughs> soon as I get off of work, I just be like, fuck work, you know. Right. <laughs> I don't think about it, but just dealing with it while I was there, honey, it was a travesty, a travesty tragedy. tragedy. A travesty tragedy, <laughs> nigga. Oh my God. How was your week? It was. It's been pretty smooth so far, you guys know, as I've been consistently, you know, discussing. I've been off work since last week, Friday, and haven't seen a work nothing thought about the bitches nothing 
all week long. School is over with. I've had both my classes. One of my classes, I actually had a 99 A 99%, okay? <laughs> Overall grade. <laughs> Is it bad I still oh. am not, like, registered for my classes for next semester? I need to do that shit, like, Get tomorrow. your shit together now. Let's, let's stop I playing. Know. Get it done now. We ain't to be in, not going to do big sister little brother thing right now, though. I talked to you about that shit after. <laughs> 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 but other than that, yeah, everything has been pretty good. It's been smooth. It's been, um, you know, it's been it's been snowing, you know. Has it been snowing there? No, it's actually supposed to snow, um... Like, they were saying tonight, but I don't see anything. That's what um, Chris's family was saying. But um, definitely, I believe, Monday, so New Year's Day, um, it's supposed to snow. Um, But, yeah, it's weird. Like, this winter has been, like, a lot colder than normal. But I kind of felt like that because it it was so hot for so long. So, Mm -hmm. in my mind, I was like, it just it equals out. This is going to be a bad winter, you know. Um, and I feel like it's going to be a lot like, you know, it is up north. Not as bad, though, because it was funny. I was thinking about how um, I was listening to the local, like, reporter, and she was talking about, like, how it was 43, like it was freezing. And I was thinking in my mind, like, damn, like, they getting stressed out about it being 43 degrees. I remember, like, it being, like, 27, and niggas right. still was had on shorts and just doing the most, <laughs> you know, so. <laughs> you like, you I wish it was 43 up here, shit. Right, exactly. You know it. <laughs> so, um, guys, before we get into those hot topics, don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr, SoundCloud, and of course, this podcast from Blog Talk and send us those confessions at confessions at number two us at gmail.com. Don't forget to like, comment, rate, subscribe. We like to know what you want to hear from us also, so tag us in that drama. So now let's go ahead and get into that confession question of the day. Yes, confession question of the day. How would you feel if your photos from your spouse phone was leaked and you also found out um, after that a public after a public proposal, I'm sorry, he was cheating on you. Again, how would you feel if your photos from your spouse phone was leaked and you also found out after a public proposal your spouse was cheating on you. And let's get into those confessionals. <laughs> so silly. So silly. So Chicago United States Air American Airlines have once again apologized uh, to two professional basketball players who were kicked off a flight originating from Dallas, Texas, after being falsely accused accused of death theft. And this is this type of stuff has been talked about so often. It's just like with American Airlines, really. But anyways, the airline says that it apologized to Marquez Cog and Traston Burrell, both members of the National Basketball Association's minor league, um, there in Houston and Memphis uh, excuse me, in Memphis Hustle. Excuse me. Um, for the Christmas Eve incident that happened on Tuesday earlier this week, the two men who were African American had boarded a flight operated by American um, subsidiary Envoyer, and they were headed to a scheduled game just like normal in the state of South Dakota. Um, an American African American flight attendant accused the athletes who were both flying in coach that they took blankets from first class, and they were kicked off the plane because of that. 
The two were, in fact, given the blankets by first-class passengers. The incident comes at a time where American Airlines and, um, you know, they're trying to address these accusations that, that so many people have talked to them or expressed to, you know, the public about. Um, American Airlines has said, we apologize for what occurred in this flight. We take pride in bringing people together, and we know that on this flight, we let some of our customers down. Um, this was spoken by the spokesman, Joshua Fred, and, you know, people, they're really not feeling that. The, as we all know, and we talked about before, the NAACP issued a travel advisory in October, a warning African-Americans about a pattern of disturbing incident reported by African-American passengers specific to American Airlines. So um, American Airlines, they pretty much said that they're going to require 120,000 employees to undergo new training, among other changes. Jen, is this enough, or like, do you think they're trying to um, fix what happened? And what do you feel about the two basketball players that were accused of stealing by another African? Um, it definitely is not surprising. Um, are you still there? Are we having technical difficulties right now? If I'm online, I'm going to keep talking. Um, I don't hear you, Miss Angel Vandrina. But um, it definitely is not surprising that um, that this has happened. Uh, we've had so many instances with American Airlines, like uh, the, the lawyer from Harvard who said she had issues, and then, um, again, with Tamika Mallory. Um, I do think that it needs to come to a point to where it is a certain amount of um, accountability, and I think that people should maybe be fired so they realize that it is serious and that you are being biased and it's not okay. Um, I definitely do also believe they need extensive um, unbiased training as well um, to where you can look at a situation and um, be like, you know what I'm saying, if if it's if someone is thinking about something too deep. I don't know how to explain it. I just feel like a lot of times, like when you, when you do get in a certain situation, you do have like your natural biases. And I, I it's funny because um, yesterday it was a video that was posted online of like a young lady who stole from Southridge mall. And obviously she was black. And I commented um, that this only happened because she was a black woman. And, um, so many people got upset at me for saying really? that. Like, yeah, like I got so many replies, like, you're an idiot, blah, blah. And, you know, I'm a troll myself, so I just will reply back to their ass. And after that, they would not reply. I was like, shut the fuck up. You live in West Dallas. Like, shut the fuck up. You're dumb ass. <laughs> like, you know, you know, <laughs> I'd be not scared. I had to make, like, my, um, my, uh, my information, like, private, because I'm like, I want them calling to my job talking shit. But, you know what I'm saying? Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, it's just, like, I feel when you go into those stores, and I remember working in that atmosphere. When I was in Macy's, you would watch someone that was black a little more than you would somebody that was, like, of another race, a black or Hispanic, or, um, rather than someone of another race. Like, I remember, you know, it would be not me per se, but I would be working around people, and you would see some black guys, black actually black guys that we know personally, and they would go into – um they would go into the fitting rooms just to try on shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I knew they wasn't stealing. Yeah. But the but the person that um that didn't know them was like, Oh, can you just go in the, in the fitting room and just, you know, just 
grab like the you know what I'm saying the excess stuff out of there and I'm just like why like why you have me being a creep like I actually know these niggas like you know what I'm saying <laughs> and on top of it it's just like they not fucking stealing they buy shit out of here every fucking week you don't see their ass in here buying shit like you know what I'm saying um so I think it, it does it, it needs to come to a point to where they are holding these fucking uh low rent ass um flight attendants accountable because they they feel like they have too much authority and they don't like bitch you make a couple dollars above minimum wage and you feel like you can shit on somebody and it's funny because i like before we got on air i was listening to the read and um kid fury was talking about how he was having issues with a flight attendant it's just like they just can be so disrespectful and that's not cool like it, something needs to be done about it in general the the culture of flying it needs to be taken care of before niggas don't be flying in general. Niggas will be taking cruises every fucking way. Or getting no fucking... Because it's, it's, it's out of hand at this at this yeah. moment. What did you feel? I just feel like it was ridiculous. You know, they, this is something else that that they're doing. I don't know why our people always got to try and put each other down over dumb shit, lying, you know, causing the scene. And once again, American Airlines has hired shitty-ass, you know, flight attendants, and they come in to work with a funky-ass attitude, you know what I'm saying, and doing the most. So I don't right. know. They definitely should undergo that training, but it, it the whole company should have to undergo training, not just, uh, you know, a specific amount of employees because just like the employees and the flight attendants, they be racist, the pilots be racist too. So I feel like in order to work at that company, you want to work there. You know what I'm saying? They can, you're replaceable. You know, then everybody should be, uh, should not, there should be no exceptions to who's taking those exams yearly. But, yeah, that's my um, opinion on that. So we're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. Yes, yes, yes. So, our uh, next topic, and it has went viral so quickly, I am surprised. Um, but people really are fucking with these two. And obviously, I've talked, I've talked about these niggas a million times. They're like two of my, like my bad person faves. Like they say the shit that I want to say, but you know, I'm not, <laughs> and I'm not trying to get my ass whipped either. But anyways, Charlamagne and Joe Budden, they were on Revolt uh, Television, and they also. Um, it was online as well, but they did uh, uh, this year was dope slash trash. So they talked about like all the big situations of the year 2017. Um, they had a, a couple of different um, situations they talked about. One was uh, they talked about the top five albums. And you guys, I don't remember. I remember um, they talked about Rhapsody, who's from North Carolina. I want to say she's from Charlotte. Um, so that's how I remembered her a female rapper, but um, they're saying she's like a big deal, super underrated. She actually got voted for a Best Album um, nominee with the Grammys as well. Um, Jay-Z444 um, on Joe Budden's side, he said uh, Kendrick Lamar's Damn album was one of the best albums of the year. Um, on Charlemagne's side, he said Big Sean, um, I Decided, which came out I'm going to say in February of this year was one of the best albums of the year. Um, but I cannot remember. They they ended up coming because they had to come to like a, a who's the top five in general. And I don't remember who the top five was. I just remember like they, they both chose Rhapsody and they both chose Jay-Z. Um, 
the top five hottest artists. It was Cardi B and um, also Offset. Um, they said had a great year, obviously. Damn, I'm having a bad memory. I can't remember nobody else. Um, yeah. Top five lyricists. Um, they came to the conclusion of Rhapsody, uh, Jay-Z, Kendrick Lamar. Um, who else was it? Um I think they said like my son was a um he was an honorable mention. I don't think he made it onto the list. Um but yeah, I don't remember that either. I'm sorry you guys. Damn, I'm fucking up. Um and then the media moments, they had like media moments and interviews. Um obviously, um well who said I got left off bad and bougie? Who said I got left off bad and bougie made it <laughs> onto um the top five media moments. They also said um uh, what is his name? The guy they compared to Fifty Cent. Um, his interview with the Breakfast Club. Um, you know, he got into the incident with Tax Stone. You know, what I'm talking about the rapper from New York. I can't think of his name right now, but they said like his interview um was like a big moment because they said that he did it so soon after he got shot by Tax Stone and like the whole situation with Tax Stone. Oh, young, young who? Young Dolph. No, not Young Dolph, nigga. From New York. Oh, my bad. Oh, yeah. New York. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard a shot, and I thought about the interview with the Breakfast Club. No, you're fine. Who else? Um, they mentioned Mason Cameron as well, and um, something with Sheether as well. Um, I want to say, yeah, they did mention like, Sheether. And then they did <laughs> um, top five like trash artists. Damn garbage. Was, yeah, and it was and I think that that is what got like the most attention like viral attention because all the artists that they said were like super like are huge artists, and they named Eminem um, because they felt like Eminem was like pandering um, for black people and. He was not really uh, sincere mm-hmm. in what he was saying as far as like Black Lives Matter and against Donald Trump, and um, and I agree with what yeah. Joe Budden was saying because he was like, yeah, I thought like when he did like the BET cipher, it was like super dope, but then he went back and did an interview and was like, he's waiting for a response from Donald Trump, and it's just like, oh, are you just trying to get the attention of a fucking president, or do you really care what's going on? So I understood where they were coming from with that. Um, yeah. They also said Nicki Minaj had a horrible year, um, and I can agree. They said how she responded to Remy Ma's um, Sheether diss and um, without responding and posting her accolades, like that kind of makes you a trash individual um, because it was like she didn't really have bars and they both had suggested her to like, you know, do it the classic way. But she was just like, no, she wants to make a hit single and she ended up releasing three singles and none of them worked. Um, they also said Frank Ocean had a trash year and I agree with, with that as well because I feel like Frank Ocean he was overhyped and um, just thinking about when Frank Ocean first came out like how big of a fucking deal when he like when he first came out like in, like <laughs> I guess pun intended when he first came out as a bisexual man and when he first came out like as this big <laughs> artist that worked with like Beyonce and Jay-Z um, he was like a big deal and Channel Orange was a great album and um you know, he 
pushed back so many songs and I mean, so um, his release date so many times and, you know, released these little songs and it just didn't add up. You know, Blonde was was so so. I do like some some of the songs from his album Blonde, um, but I don't think that it was like on the level of Channel Orange. And Joe Butter actually he made a joke saying that SZA was the new Frank Ocean, which I was fucking weak by. Like he's a bad person. Um, what else did they say? Who was another whack artist? Um, it was the mixed guy who looks white. What is his name? I'm sure Sam will know who he is. Um, <laughs> but they said that he did um, a lot of pandering too, and that's why they couldn't fuck with him because he was like, "I'm black, but I'm white." Um, you know, he made the he made the suicide hotline song. Um, you know, and they just felt like, you know, as an artist is saying age, you have to choose a side. Um, and I'm trying to think, there is another, there's a few individuals. But right now, all I can think of is Eminem, Nicki Minaj, this guy, and Frank Ocean. But whatever. Anyways, with all that said, Azealia Banks, she, in her um, annoying fashion, took to the internet. Um, shout out to... Um, my apologies. Um, shout out to Combat Jack. Rest in peace. Uh, but she said, Joe Budden talks the most shit about rappers, yet the emotional trauma and possible industry backlash from being rejected by Jay-Z well over 10 years ago is the reason why he's actually not a part of any rap game or music community anywhere. He is also a rapper who needed love and hip-hop to restart his very dry, typical rap nigga story. Now he thinks he's an insightful <laughs> critic. Joe wanted to be Memphis Bleak so bad that when it seemed like he could be Jay-Z's rap sidekick, he gave up on the dream altogether. But it seriously makes me sick to my stomach to see um, at See the God and Joe Budden get pleasure from tearing this black woman down because they are legit lying to themselves. Every comparison they make is a farce. Nor Cardio, nor Remus, um, obviously she's, she's talking about Cardi B and Remy Mom, are fucking with Nikki on her off day. The fact that these talking heads are trying their hardest to narrate this female rap story is absolutely ridiculous. Joe gave up a long, a very long, long time ago. Once again, you cannot be on a stage uh, reality show of hip hop caricatures and think you have a say in what true artists, not reality stars, not reality stars are doing with their hip hop voice, especially Joe Budden. Um, that way, Jay cleared his voice for your album, Head Ass. What? I don't know. But Dead <laughs> Ass, that's why I would never even ask Jay-Z for a verse. Because once you ask and get rejected by Jay, that has to be the ultimate stunning. I would actually delete all my accounts, delete my social security number, and move to Antarctica. It would be a sad, desperate, depressing life for me, begging at the Chilean science camps for generator for generator power to charge my iPhone 3, then chasing penguins around with a pair of earpods, begging them to listen to my new mixtape. One day, the penguins will have become so tired of being chased that they will have all attacked me and eaten me alive. Oh, my gosh. She was so high when she wrote that. Okay, because that is so fucking stupid. <laughs> like, you created an entire story because you didn't like somebody's podcast. Like, you were farced to listen to it, uh, are you kidding me right now? Like, okay, so everything that she's doing, once again, a little bit trying to get attention. Okay, as far as the Julia Banks, so I'm off her. But this right here, why do you think, well, I guess, in my opinion, 
I don't know why they picked, chose some of the people that they chose. It's interesting that they collab together and they work. But like you said, they're the type of people who will say the shit that you want to say, you know, but you don't want to say it because you, you don't really want to get into all that drama. They don't give a damn. It's like, drama's my name. It's my middle name, you know. So I think that's cool. And it will be fun to see those two do, like, a little show or whatever because they got a lot of, you know, views within no time. And when you get views like that, obviously people, they're going to want to see more of that. You know what I'm saying? So that's my opinion. What did you think? I agree 100%. I sat and watched the whole um, the whole show in, like, one sitting. It was, like, an hour and a half long. Um, yeah. And everything that they were saying, it made complete sense. Um, I actually had a conversation with a couple of people that, um, that I know in my personal life that don't really fuck with Joe Budden. And I just feel like the thing with Joe Budden, I, I honestly feel like he's misunderstood. A lot of times people look at him like he's a hater. And I don't think that he's a hater. I think that he's just being completely honest. You know what I'm saying? And, and vulnerable and um he's a little he's a little crazy as well so it may seem like okay yeah he's doing the most when he's talking about certain shit but i think he's just so passionate in where he stands it may get looked at as a little bit off but i i agree with the list when they explained it you know i would like with the whole thing with Nicki minaj I wouldn't label Nicki Minaj as a trash artist, but I think what they did, they were making a point. I think they were trying to get a reaction out of the people that they named because everyone that that they named, I can't think of all six people because they actually named six people. Um, They are all like big artists. Like it was no one that's like new upcoming. It's not like a, it should have been Lil Yachty on that fucking list. It should have been, you know, all these, these niggas that nobody really fucks with that are actually horrible. It was good artists that do have catalogs who had a subpar year. You know what I'm saying? Um, and this may be what they needed, you know, but um, yeah. what they were saying is I, I, I completely agree. I, I do think now putting it into perspective, Eminem is only doing this too because he was releasing an album, you know, all this hate against Donald Trump when he was quiet this whole fucking time. I do yeah. think that Frank Ocean's new album has no comparison to Channel Orange. I do think Nicki Minaj continues to put out horrible singles. Like they're not good. Like I honestly, Motorsport, <laughs> I don't think is, I don't think is good. Like you know, her verse on Motorsport, she looks beautiful in the video, and you know, and it's just like part of me is just like I want to believe in Nicki Minaj because she's so talented and she did have the run that she had. And I remember back in the day how much I did fuck with her. So it's just like I keep trying to give her chances. <laughs> You know, but it's just like I have not heard anything. Um, Break it up was was decent, you know, and also um, Creepy Kush with Bad Bunny. That was her verse on that was decent. But it's just like I need the old flows. Like I need the bars, and I'm just like it, it's coming to a point where I'm like, damn, like, safari. So in the music, I'm with a couple of bad because I know like she said that shit in like all the songs. I'd be like, oh my god. No, because it's just like she has that that old ass retired flow that I don't know where she got from, you know. And it's just like I really want her to get back with Safari because it's like if that nigga's writing your lyrics, clearly he should get back to writing them because they don't work for him. Because I don't see it for Safari as an artist. Like his music is yeah, okay, man. you know, but it sounds better with Nicki Minaj writing it. And y'all just need need to become a duo again. Maybe not be together, but y'all need to work on some music. You know what I'm saying? Because you executed it way more than he ever could, you know? And I guess it does take talent to actually be 
you know, somebody who just to be an artist in general, even somebody is writing the lyrics because I don't see it for Safari. I don't see it for Nicki Minaj right now. And um, something needs to change, you guys. Something needs to happen. (laughs) I agree. Something definitely needs to happen. (laughs) We're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic, guys. So Apple's practice of slowing down the CPUs and iPhones with aging batteries has resulted in a week of bad press for the world's most valuable company. But now they're facing two lawsuits. Per the Chicago Sun-Times, a lawsuit was filed in Illinois on December Illinois on December 21st on behalf of five iPhone users, alleging that their iPhones were engineered to purposefully slow down and throttle down the performance speeds. This needless subject consumers um, purchasing newer and more expensive iPhones with a replacement battery could allow customers or consumers to continue to use their older iPhones. So had they not been slowing down, the phone, the battery, and everything, the consumer, they could have kept their phone. They didn't have to continue to buy these new phones every year. So attorney John, uh, James Bacalus told us sometimes corporations have to realize that people are sophisticated and that when people spend their hard-earned dollars on a product, they expect it to perform as expected. Instead, Apple appears to be to have obscured and concealed why older phones are slowing down. In California, two lawsuits, or two law students at the University of Southern California have filed two lawsuits, claiming much, um, pretty much the same. The lawsuit states that Apple breached the implied contract they made with the iPhone users by purposefully slowing down older iPhone models when new models came out and by failing to properly disclose this at the time that the parties entered into the agreement. The attorneys are attempting to make this a class action lawsuit, hoping to represent anyone who bought an older iPhone or to, who bought an iPhone older than the iPhone 8 in their suit. And my phone has been slowing down like a motherfucker lady. I mean, it's been getting real bad, just let you know. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Now, it pains me to take a side of a seven, to take the side of a $750 billion company, but Apple is getting a bit of raw deal here. The common perception is Apple was attempting to force users to ditch their older iPhones for a shiny new one when all that was wrong was an aging battery. But to my eyes, it's the, it's the main thing was the lack of transparency. So this is written by someone, obviously, but about how it handles out phones with aging batteries. Lithium-ion batteries simply stop being able to hold much of a charge over time, and all phone manufacturers are forced to work about that fact. Um, Apple was facing a, ra- a rash of iPhones that were shutting down unexpectedly, uh, despite seemingly having plenty of battery life left. That happens to me too all the time and chose to throttle down the CPU performance to make sure its users got a decent amount of battery life. A uh, simple and prominent warning message to iPhone users to this effect of, hey, your phone is getting is going to run slower until you choose to replace the battery would have worked wonders here. Um, but because they failed to clearly tell the users what was going on, it will continue to face a wave of bad press and potential legal ramifications. What's your thoughts, Jen? Because you're an iPhone user, you know. Yes, I am an iPhone user. When I first heard um, this, I 
ultimately thought like, damn, cause I did not read this article at all. Um, so I thought like they was just trying to get over, but if it's the fact of it being a battery that over time is going to get bad use and, you know, there's nothing they can really do about it, then I understand, you know, everybody needs to get a check, you know, everybody needs to get paid, <laughs> even if this is the, you know, wealthiest corporation in the country and they should have figured out a way to, you know, make their batteries last longer. I can see, you know, because if it works for, you know, if the batteries dying means they can sell more phones, newer phones, then shit, I would too. But um, I thought it was just like some sort of software that they were just like, somebody pressed a button and was just like, oh, okay, well, iPhone, all iPhone 8s right now, you slow the fuck down. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I thought was going on. But it's just natural shit in the phone. Is the reason why it's going, and they know it, and they weren't as honest about it. Is the reason why it's slowing right. down. Then okay, yeah. Mm. Well, that's a good analogy. I didn't really think of it like that before. I was just thinking, well, you guys know that it's going to be slowing down. You know, you guys should probably get better batteries. You knew that this was um, a potential issue here, and instead of letting the consumers know, you know, you chose to withhold that information, which, I mean, they can get sued. I mean, like like I said, there are possible legal ramifications that will be occurring with Apple within the next, you know, a few months even. So we have to take this into consideration, especially those who have an iPhone 7 or, or less, like me, you know. So I think this is the 7. I don't really, I think, I know like the 10 is out now. I think, yeah, I think it was the 7, because it was the 7, the 8, and the 10, right? Yeah. Okay. So what, phone, what cell phone do you have, Jim? I have an iPhone 7 as well. Um, so, so, we I'm, so we can jump on the, we can jump on the, you know. The, I'm ready, the honey. I'm just like whenever they, they send out those <laughs> um, emails for a class action lawsuit, I definitely be signing because I've had an <laughs> iPhone since what? Forever, like four. Like, <laughs> So, shit, it's time, honey. It, it's time for me to get my little $12 from this uh, class action because some of you it. it's not going to add up to nothing at all. But, shit, they need to know. They need to be more honest, okay? They need to be more <laughs> transparent. I know that's yeah, right. Fuck. I know that's You're so funny. So, that's pretty much overall how you felt about that. I felt like the same, you know, in the sense, you know, that's what they get. You know, and I definitely will be signing it as well. I haven't been an iPhone user for that long, but I'm an iPhone user now, you know, and it's, you know, been a few years, you know. So, yes, I will be participating because my shit is slowing down so rapidly lately. My Internet keeps so rapidly lately. My Internet keeps just dropping. I'm like, what in the hell is going on with the phone, you know? So it's just been a lot going on, but... It's, it's the Apple. I don't think it's the battery. I think that something else is going on. Um, but, yeah, Jen, did you have anything else that you wanted to talk or add to this topic? No, honey, not at all. All right, you guys, so we're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. <laughs> and according to VLADTV.com, it looks as if Cardi B is still with the extras as she called out stylist. That's so Khalil telling him to pull up. Cardi B and Dream Doll stylist Khalil 
and their issues seemed to have reached their peak as Cardi went and made a few comments to the stylist, telling him to pull up to her neighborhood in the Bronx. Via IG, Cardi and Khalil exchanged words, which led to Cardi telling her friend Star to give the stylist her address. From there, Cardi even went as far as leaving a comment under another post of Khalil's that included her full address, saying, we here. I don't give a fuck about no other bitch, but you but you're going to take my bitch name out your mouth. From there, Khalil responded by saying, of course you live there. You live in the slums. Soon. Um, see you. And that was it. But if y'all don't know, I, I guess they were going back and forth. I don't really know what the fuck they were going back and forth about. But she posted, like, um, DMs from him asking for um, He wanted to be her assistant at one point, And then he asked to also be her stylist for the BET Awards. So, yeah, it's just a bunch of hood, hood boogery, you know. But <laughs> what do you think about Cardi B being on this level that she is and still getting into fights with low-level motherfuckers that don't matter? Like, what's she doing? Like, girl, you are playing games. I mean, yes, you can take, you know what I'm saying, you, you can take a bitch to, to, to fame, but you can't take the ghetto out of them. Like, some females, they just ghetto. And the thing about it, too, honestly, it's not even that. Like, I'm just playing games. But, you know, Cardi B is young. You know, she's still a kid at heart. You know, like, yes, she got all this money. She's taking care of her family. But she's still young. She's only, like, 22. You know, she's this little-ass girl who just got out of being a teenager, you know, in love again. You know, she's she, she feeling herself. She's going to still fight bitches. Probably until she get, like, 26, 27. And then she's going to slow down, and she's going to have a kid, and she's like, what the fuck was I doing? Oh, my God, on national TV, this is horrible. You know, and once she get a little bit older, she's going to realize she's going to just change her whole ways if she's even relevant at the time. You know, but, yeah, she needs to get her shit together because this is a no-no. You up there making motherfuckers nobody knew about, known about, okay? Like, it makes no sense. Don't give motherfuckers that much power over what you're doing, the fact that you got to be out there fighting bitches. Like, seriously. Like Cardi, go just go in the house and read a book. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, don't be out there fighting mine. Like, what you gonna do? Go on stage with some scratches on your face and shit? Be all makeup and caked up? Like, no. You need to be having your man in the house. You know, what right. we'll talk about that later. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no, what happened? Out. No, no, we no. Let's talk about it. What happened with her man? <laughs> well, you know, they said the little video came out. No, I did know about what video. Okay, so I guess it was a video of Offset, and like you know, it was just like little, little petite waist, uh, tiny face, little I don't know, mixed girl, mixed chick, and I guess he had cheated on um, Cardi B with her, and Cardi B was like jokes on y'all. I already knew, but everybody, the the word that why this has gotten so many people attention is that they still together, you know, she kissing them out in public, don't care, telling people, like, you know, don't worry about my relationship. And not only that, but um, people are saying that he did a good job. Like, Offset did a good job. You know, the old girl, she was better than Cardi B. When you um, when you cheat on a girl that was better than your woman, it's not cheating. So people are, like, freaking out because they're like, dang, like, he got a baddie. But I, I, in the video, I guess she was naked in his hotel room, you know what I'm saying, and you seen him. You know, so and you, I don't know if you've seen or heard him, but it was definitely him. So, but that's wow. that's what you know. Yeah. 
Well, that <laughs> wow. sucks. That, I mean, that's I really unfortunate. I, I'm I'm not surprised because yeah. he is a rapper who more than likely is at the peak of his career. Um, so, of course, he is going to... I mean, I, I'm not not saying of course, but more than likely, a lot of, a lot of these niggas would embrace that in the wrong ways. Um, but that sucks. Like I I didn't want him to cheat on Cardi B, you know. Yeah. Um, but if she's okay with it, you know, and I, it's funny because I was listening to Kaya earlier. I didn't know what the fuck she was talking about, but you know, Kaya has a she has like a little podcast um, or television show. I'm I'm not not television, but internet show i don't really know what's going on but it was hilarious they had like a christmas edition you know i love her psycho ass always talking shit honey she gonna get her ass for one day <laughs> but um talking about how uh cardi b he was like oh all they had to do was invite her too and you know cardi b likes the carpet much too she wants to eat that carpet as well like saying all this shit <laughs> and then she was like um you know that's what the new relationships want to do honey they want to rub the creams on each other to uh stop all the crunch the star crunch talking about they have herpes and stuff <laughs> i'm like god damn like she just then took it to whatever but honey i mean if you like it, I love it, you know, but I, uh-uh, uh-uh. You're not going to be disrespecting me like that, and not at all. Right, exactly. Exactly. Exactly, guys. So we're going to go ahead and move on to our next topic. Yet again, they are at Cardi B's neck. So you guys know we just talked about um, Cardi this B. Is, we should just rename this 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 show Cardi B. I mean, or this episode Cardi B. Like that's <laughs> it. Like, cause I, I swear know, that's all I'm talking B. about. Exactly. She's winning so, right now, though. <laughs> exactly. Why well, people so okay? They just add her head. So the runway rap artist of the year, Cardi B, had her awesome rise in the music game, and has not come. It, it has not come without her getting bashed and some mid air turbulence. Now. Cardi B machine has run into the, you know, this little area, this little hole, and people are, you know, just tripping about her. You know, everybody loves Bodak Yellow, but now she's being accused of stealing a song in the flow of the artist, Tommy Genesis of Canada, with her new, with her release, um, Barter Cardi. Have you heard him? I have, and I fuck with it. I hold on, hold on. Okay, we come to you about that, ladies. Give me Shaggy, <laughs> my Cardi B voice. <laughs> so, media takeout in Hollywood life, along with some of Tommy Genesis fans, think that Barter Cardi, twenty one and featuring twenty one Savage, sounds strikingly, strikingly similar to Tommy Genesis. Cut. Simply titled Tommy. Now, in both um, the beat and the flow, Tommy thinks that. You know, Cardi is selling her shit. Now, the two publications mentioned that, you know, there are a few similarities between the two songs, beginning with the fact that Cardi keeps dropping her own name during the song, and that's precisely what's happening in Tommy's song as well. This is not the first time that Cardi B has been accused of swiping someone else out. Some fans um, said that Cardi B, she copied Nicki Minaj's mannerisms in her videos, but then again, people, they said that Nicki Minaj, was Jack and Swag from Little Kim. So, you know, people say a whole bunch of shit. It's not yet confirmed that Cardi B is the one that is featured in the video, but her fans believe is her, judging by the tattoos that can be seen of a woman's thigh in the video. In an event, 
um, you know, you guys, in any event, if you guys check the songs out side by side, Tommy and Barty or Claire, you can, Barty, excuse me, Barty, Barty, Barty Cardi, okay? Barty A. Like Cardi Like Barty A Cardi yeah. So, you can make up your own minds and tell us what you guys think. The Cardi, Jack, Tommy Genesis style, or what do you think? So, let's get Jen's opinion. Jen, what do you think? Um, I don't know if it is Cardi B who may have jacked it or if it was just like somebody lent, um, you know, cause let's, I mean, let's not front. This is the day and age of people who have ghostwriters. So maybe a ghostwriter might have got it, but it, it definitely is some strong similarities in it. Um, the flow kind of, kind of matches, but, um, I don't know, because Cartier, I mean Cartier, um, Cardi B, she went hard compared to, like, Tommy Genesis. But I fuck with Tommy, like, Tommy Genesis, It once you get off the air, you should check it out. It's it's a really good, it's really dope. Um, I haven't listened to any music by her besides that, but that's on Tommy, he goes the fuck off. Like, she, she snaps on it. But her flow is more, like, sexy, more, like, cute. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I think Cardi B, she's just going to fuck in, but she does. It, it, it's like, I mean, it it has a lot of similarities, definitely. So I can see it. Maybe she was influenced by it, but that's the thing. I, I don't want Cardi B to be influenced by nobody fucking else. She's been influenced her whole career. I want to sound like all these different rappers. She needs to find out who she is, you know, especially at this time, and come out with a cohesive body of work with that same sound. You know, I know you want to pay homage, but this is not the time. You know what I'm saying? You are past that level of wanting to pay homage to rappers. Like, you have to you have to know what you sound like. You know, you don't want people comparing you to that person or feel like you are biting that person. Yeah, it's cool to be influenced by them, but, you know, honey. But then I read that, you know, the reason why Cardi B is like that because she's not a true artist. You know, she's just somebody who, who can rap a little bit. And, you know, I see it, but I want this girl to win. You know, so hopefully she takes this. If she did bite Tommy Genesis music, I hope that she takes this as a moment to, you know what I'm saying, move on. And and um, her album sounds more like of what we can expect from Cardi B and, and Cardi B's specific style. But obviously you listened to the song, so what did you think? Okay, so so I thought that I didn't think there were really a, a whole lot of similarities. I just think like the first verse had like similarities in between the songs. And but like Jen said, Tom, uh, Tommy Dennis's song was like very sexy and she went hard, but she sounded more like, you know, thuggish and shit like that, you know, on the on the song. Not like not like that. That's not what I mean. I mean like she went hard. She like went like a hard female rapper on the song. Yeah, Cardi yeah. and Buddy in a Rari. Cardi and Cardi got a bitch on Molly. Anyway, anyway, Molly. Yeah, Molly. That's my shit. She's not. song, like like you said, it was sexier, and I actually like Tommy Genesis song, even though it didn't really, you know, it, it the beat was good, how she sounded was good, but it's like she was saying the same shit, you know, almost. But so um, I like Tommy song more than I like Cardi B. No, no, nigga, nigga, no shade. And I swear, I was thinking the same shit. I was like, this shit kind of go harder than Barty at Cardi. But I feel like this is, 
for some reason, I feel like this is the only hit like Tommy Genesis will have. Like, I feel like the rest of the music is going to suck, which is why I didn't listen to anything else by her. But that shit goes the fuck. I played that song. I, I was over uh, Chris, Chris' mom's house. And his family was over there. And I played that song literally four times. And niggas was, like, fucking yeah. with it. Like, yeah, can't, that can't shit goes the fuck too. off. <laughs> I get all like, Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> okay, nigga. Straight snapping, nigga. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I totally agree with you. I completely, 100%, 1,000%. Well, I don't, I, like I said, I think that, you know, that Tommy song goes in a little bit more. But, you know, they both is good songs. I don't think the beats were alike and none of that stuff. So that's just my opinion. But, guys, we're going to get ready. That was our last topic. So we're going to go ahead and get ready and get into that confession question of the day. Confession question. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> so basically, question. You know, you say it loud and proud. So go ahead and do it. Like <laughs> confession question of the day. How would you feel if your photos from your spouse phone was leaked and you also found out um, after a public proposal that he or she was cheating on you? Again, how would you feel if your photos from your spouse phone was leaked and you also found out after a public proposal he or she was cheating on you? How would you feel, Ms. Angelina? Obviously, you're married, so you're long past this. But if you were engaged at this very moment and you found out all this bullshit, <laughs> how would you feel? I would be, first of all, I would be like, okay. You how the fuck did the photos get released? And now I'm and I'm getting cheated on. So I find out <laughs> that I'm getting cheated on because somebody leaked the fucking photos in your phone. And me, see, I'm a quizzer. I'm gonna quiz your ass and then see if you lie to me. And that's, then I'm gonna get mad when you lie to me. You know. And then I'm gonna start putting shit together now that you told me five months ago, and that shit ain't gonna start clicking. <laughs> and I'm gonna start talking about that shit. <laughs> And five months ago, you told me that the bitch number was deleted. Wait, what? Hold on. What are we talking about? We got, so we talking about everything now. Oh, I, <laughs> so I would be obviously pissed off as hell, mad that, you know. But I don't know. I feel like Cardi B is playing the part. Like, she don't seem like she mad. Like, but like you said, if if, if I already knew about it, then obviously I wouldn't be mad if they was leaked out. you like, yeah. I already knew, you know what I'm saying? We worked past that shit. That was a long time ago. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, it wasn't that long ago. But it was a long, you know, it was a while back. You know, we passed that shit now. And these bitches know it ain't, you know, you don't care about it. But if, you know, you should have found out. You can't be over there kissing, letting the nigga know everything is cool. Like, unless you don't plan on going nowhere or doing nothing about it. And when she probably don't plan on going nowhere or doing nothing about it, so hell, maybe she made the right move. What's your thoughts on this? Um... I agree. If I, if I, it would just be a horrible situation. Like I definitely feel like it would be a done deal. Um, you get beat the fuck up. Uh, he's getting beat the fuck up. Um, <laughs> you know. And as long as it's not me, you know, out here looking crazy and get my photos leaked online, like. Nigga, so what? You got embarrassed. You lived that life. My thing is, it's just like, how the fuck does your photos get leaked in 2017? Unless you were being like reckless, like unless you were just like sending your dick pics to any fucking body, you know that you know with shit like that happen. You know, you send it to some fucking thought. So if your dick pics or 
you know, whatever pics get leaked, ass pics, whatever, you know what I'm saying, titties in 2017, they deserve it. Like, they deserve to be fucking out there. Because clearly, you weren't careful about where the fuck you were sending your, your treasures to, you dumbass bitch. But yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just move past it. I'll be sad as a motherfucker, but nigga, it'd be time to go. Time to go like hell, shit. So you done? I'm done. And I'm what done and like? I'm finished, nigga. I'm done and I'm, I'm finished. Done okay. And I'm finished. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so what? What if you knew about it then? What do you mean? What if I knew about it? Like, what if before the photos got leaked? I mean, before like the, the cheating and all of that shit got leaked, even though you proposed to him publicly, he y'all. Oh, okay. So if it was like a Cardi B and like, like offset situation, um. And you knew of them cheating and shit like that, then um that's a little different. I don't know. I feel knows. like what huh? I said the world knows now. The world knows, but it's just like if you knew of this person and you and they cut it off beforehand and somehow this bitch was able to hack into your phone or, you know, if you this bitch <laughs> was, got so mad. Like, you know what I'm saying? When I when I think of leaks, I think uh because you know, I know people personally that have gotten shit leaked online, and it's from like it. It was from people they wasn't fucking with like that. It was being thoughts, it was being nasty. You know what I'm saying? It was talking to somebody online. As, like yo, your shit deserves to be leaked. But you just out here sending dick pics to just any fucking body, okay? Um, but I mean, if it was somebody you was fucking with, and then you told that bitch like, "No, we're done." My girl found out. My nigga found out. I can't fuck with you no more. And then they turn around, and get mad. You know what I'm saying? And somehow leak your shit online. You know what I'm saying? Um, I would be upset with you because for you to fuck with somebody that is so reckless, and on top of you already cheating, but you, for you to fuck with somebody who don't even know <laughs> how to respect shit, you know what I'm saying? Of course, I, I would be upset, and, and I don't feel like I would be able to move past that, but I mean, in all honesty, you know, it's hard to leave somebody that you, you know what I'm saying, you love and you've been with, you know, mm-hmm. so, I mean, being honest, eventually, I feel like I could move past it. I, I would continue to continuously bring it up, you know, which is why <laughs> right. you shouldn't so cheat on me, but, um, whatever. Right, and I bring that shit up for any time I get mad. Nigga, you out here sending motherfucking dick pics to bitches? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, any time, nigga. Like, it could be fucking a great day. Like, and it's funny because um, Hart was talking about, he was like, he be in the car, and uh, they be driving to be like a great day, and Nico straight be staring at his ass, looking at him like, nigga, you ain't shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you just feel that. Like, sometimes you... You know what I'm saying? I'm sure, like, that she probably love that man to death. And she thinking, like, I love you so much, you're going to give your dick to just any fucking bitch. Like, you know what I'm I saying? Know. So you just going to have to accept it. That That's just what comes with the territory of cheating. Um, but I feel like if I already knew about it and it came out, I would be able to get past it. If it all happened at once, then no, nigga. You nasty. Like, fuck you. Get that ring back? Nigga, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> That's my ring that you gave to me. That belongs to me. It's <laughs> my ring that you gave to me. You are so funny. Well, <laughs> guys, I guess you all have it. John is not playing those games, and neither am I. We're going to go ahead and talk about what we're going to confess our love for this evening. 
Jen, what are you confessing your love for? On this I'm confessing my love for Thursday, the 28th of December. I know this year has flown by so uh, so fast. Can you believe that New Year's Eve is like Sunday? That shit is so fucking psycho. But I'm confessing my love for real friends. I um I'm confessing my love for people that generally like I've met over the years and they're just like genuine people, not hating, not like so feel like they need to be, you know, in competition, you know, just living their lives and being the best at it. You know, if they are single, they're happy about it, not miserable. If they're in relationships, they're in great relationships. I'm confessing my love for that. I'm confessing my love for, you know, no longer wanting to deal with, with miserable ass bitches, you know what I'm saying, that feel, you know, that they should be in a better situation than they are. Like, no, fuck it. Get over yourself. You're in a fucked up situation because you're a fucked up person. No matter what your education or accolades or whatever. Like, fuck you. Um, mm-hmm. But I, you know, I'm just, I've, I've met some great people. You know, I've known you over 10 years, you know, and I'm so blessed to have you in my life. And, mm-hmm. you know, and I, and I need to, I need to get to a place to where motherfuckers that I consider like friends to be in that same Boat as you, so people that I know really truly have my back, you know, because I I have it I have an issue with a lot of times, um, fucking with people and being like this is my friend, you know what I'm saying, and they're not my friends, you know, and and they <laughs> are not good people, you know, and and people may say shit and I let it slide. I'm just like, well, no, I'm making excuses, but it is what it is. You know, I'm over the, you know, passive aggressiveness. You don't fuck with me. I don't fuck with you. Let's move on. Let's have a great life, honey. And that's it. And um, if you feel some type of way about what I'm saying, it definitely is meant for you. And you know I don't fuck with you now. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm confessing my love for for real friends. You know, good people, great individuals in my life. Who are you confessing your love for this evening, Miss Angel Vandrina? Well, guys, I don't think this evening I'm gonna go ahead and confess my love. I think I want to go ahead and add to the topic that Jen was just speaking of. And you know, guys, I don't know if Jen was the, a jerk just now, but I kind of feel like he's talking about me. You know, he said, hey, if you feel like I'm talking about you, then it's for you. And I'm like, oh, really? I was just, I was just kidding. I'm like, nigga, you know this. You're the last person, nigga. <laughs> but why do you think that? Nice way to play that off. <laughs> why do you think that we are? You're so funny. Why do you think that we wait and we allow, like, people like, to be our fake friends, disrespect us, you know, talk shit about us a little bit behind our back. I mean, because you don't, I feel like a lot of times it's just like, if okay, say if you become friends with, like, a group of people, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, and, they, and you know, everyone's biased because they have, like, their certain relationships with, with a certain person, and you mm-hmm. feel the tension, but they're just like, well, no, because they feel something totally different. They're like, well, no, this person, blah, 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 blah. I don't think they mean it that way. So you're just like, well, I'm tripping. Like, I'm really tripping. But then it's okay. just like it keeps happening. And that's always happened with me in my life, like, in general. Whenever I don't fuck with somebody, like, God has really blessed me, like, with, with having vibes. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, when I don't fuck with somebody, I really do not fuck with them from day one. But, you know what I'm saying? And people <laughs> that are like, that I have become friends with that I don't necessarily fuck with or like become cool with or cordial with that I don't necessarily fuck with, it has shown me like, damn, I should have fucking listened when I saw the signs and continue, I continue to have you in my life. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. Like, you know, it it's just, it's not rocket science. Like, you know, if, if somebody doesn't you. fuck with you, you said what? I said, yep, I hear you. You know, if somebody doesn't fuck with you, they're going to show you in ways they're going to make a little sly remarks. You know what I'm saying? They're going to, you know, and it's and it and it's sad, but it comes out of social media. You know what I'm saying? Your friends, yep, yep. watch watch how often they watch how often they like pictures or what pictures they like. Your best friends. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's a very telltale sign. If you up here liking every picture of, you know, because Instagram is honest. So if you can sit and like every picture of a famous person that you don't even fucking know or the shade room, but I post something that I feel like is very important to me and you don't like it, like, yeah, that shows where your fucking heart is at, bitch. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, it, and I don't want to sound petty, but it it is what it is. Like, you know, it's just, I notice little shit like that. You know, I really me do. Too. And, you know, I was asking like, oh, so-and-so didn't even like this motherfucker yet. Okay. Right. Like, you know, and it's just like, but I'll go back and I'll be like, oh, but they like this picture. They like that picture. And like, they was just talking shit about this person, but they in pictures with them acting like they the best of friends. Yeah. But I told this person everything they fucking said, you know, and it'd be a whole, you know what I'm saying? Like, but it's just, I, I see, I see what it is, you know, I see what it is. And it, and it's cool, you know? Because it, it's, it's mutual. It's it's more than mutual. It's got to a point to where it's just like, I really do not, you know, people that I, I felt like I was so close with in my life at one point, I really do not fuck with them. Like, I, like, I, like, I just don't. And part of me was just like, okay, well, you know, on the outside, it may look like it's a good situation, and these are people, but it's just like, like you, you're fucking miserable. Right, exactly. And that's how people be, y'all. They be extremely miserable, sad, ugly. You for know. what? For what? <laughs> like for what? Like what are you mad about? Like what are you mad about? Like just go whatever you want. If you want that great man whatever or that great woman, go go and get that. You know what I'm saying? That has nothing to do with me. You know, stop worrying about what the fuck is going on with mine. You know, stop worrying about, you know, this, this, and that. Stop with the fake shit, you know. <laughs> In the words of Jen Othello, I think this is a great topic, and we probably need to expound on this, um, you know, on the next show. But anyways, guys, we're going to go ahead and say thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this show this evening. Everybody. You know, you all have been with us for a while, and New Year's is coming up. And throughout these next couple days, I just want everybody to stay safe and, you know, find a hobby inside the house because people will be out here drinking and driving and acting crazy. And I want to make sure that you all come back and listen to us. Thank you. Have a wonderful evening. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, Tumblr. You guys can hear from us next Sunday, December 31st at the same time. 6.30 Central, 7.30 Eastern for New Year's. You want to send a confession? Send it to us at confession number 2 us at gmail.com. Get your house name to Vondrina. 
and I'm your host, John Othello, and you are listening to the one and the only Confession Session! Good night, man. Good night, you boy. <laughs> Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Progressive presents Get Pumped, inspiration to help you do insurance stuff. Okay, time out. You're going to let your budget be the boss of you? Take control with Progressive's Name Your Price tool. Tell us what you want to pay for car insurance, and we'll help you find options that fit your budget. Here's some music to get you pumped. I hear your budget laughing at you. Oh, wait, that's just those kids laughing at me. Ignore them! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.